Is it I don't know. Are we live? I don't, I don't know. know. Let me just check my phone. Nothing on my side. Da -da 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 -da. No, I'm refreshing, but I'm not. Oh, wait, there you are. You're live. <laughs> We've probably been live for all this time. Is it? Is it? Is it yeah. working? Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm probably just going to have to go by your voice because of the... Uh... Yeah, I guess. That looks so. sick, though. Fucking hell. Really? Oh, man. Yep. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm super excited. I, don't, I didn't open up the tab just yet. Let me just do oh. it now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like... Swanky, you you swanky. do keep with the mouse occasionally hovering over my window and the controls keep popping up, but it's it's you know. Now, do you see anything? I, I don't know. The delays it, it is delayed. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. No, no, it's fine. Right. This is like super cool. And we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Lads. We will uh, figure it out. Look yes. at us, high quality. Hot Welcome to the. I, first... I still I still haven't opened up my fucking thing. What the right. hell? It's like okay. it's gone to the point now, so yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. It's not there. Well, okay. here we are, Sunday Roast Podcast episode 21 in super high quality. What oh, is up, Oh shit, what is up, peeps? This what is, is like, up? that's some crazy shit right there, man. Like, oh fuck. I, I don't know, I'm so, I, I get excited as well. Like, I see yeah. myself in, like, the high-quality shit, like, this is I dope. know, right? I, I, do you know what? I should check the audio, just in case. We're, <sighs> bear with us, everyone. We're once again going through a completely new change. Yeah, why not? Someone's right? saying no audio, but let me... No, I think, uh... Everybody... Oh, it oh, says, somebody says no audio here. Yeah, I'm just, I like... can hear you, I'm just checking if we can... I'm, I'm, I'm... Is it like... Yeah, you can't hear me. Okay, is it you? Bam, 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 bam. Is it? Wait, wait, wait! I think it's my mistake. Sorry. Yeah, you there can't should hear me. be there should be audio now, guys. There should be audio because I had like I think I I, I muted uh, Aaron. Okay. Like, the desktop audio was off. <laughs> now I have it back on. Uh, I'm waiting now. So please tell yeah. us in the chat. Hold on. Hello. One, two, three. The that, check, yeah, check. Fuck. Well, I think I think the delay is a little bit. Um, Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. The delay is kind of like. No, it's okay. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to have like. The yeah, I can hear audio. me now. Cool, 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 Fuck, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, okay. bitches. Let's start okay. that all over again. Welcome to the Sunday podcast, episode twenty-one. Yes. Now in high quality. Look at that shit. Oh, I like. I, I'm pretty sure there is a video bias though. There's more of you than me. <laughs> no, no, is it? Is it? <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, I don't I, get I, it. Mate. I think that I think it's like it's like literally halfway there. I mean, I can I can mess with it. Honestly, I don't care. It's fine. It's we're chill. This is chill. I like this. This is cool. Sweet boys. It probably okay. sounds good. This is the first. What is it, ten minutes already that we're just we're just talking about nothing and celebrating. I, I think eventually we will figure it out and we're just gonna go for it, so it's fine. Now it's good. Like the, there's definitely like a little bit of like a, a, I think a delay on the live part. Yeah, there is, but I think we're we're, we're never but... gonna get away with that. Um, yeah, it was yeah. always delayed with when we were just doing it through Instagram as well. Exactly, um, exactly. So now it's like it's a lot better. It's fine. I'm just gonna have to imagine that I can see your face because I can't see your face, but 
Oh, I have, uh, yeah, I have the, the other, like, maybe maybe you should open up, like, a tab with the, the chat and all that stuff on the side. This is what I did. I have. Open up, yeah. But you yeah. don't see my face. You see my face no, on the side. Not, yes, but not in real time. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, fuck, yeah. My, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's <laughs> the downside, I guess. Oh, fuck it. Oh, well, it is what it's it fine. is. I, I, it's fine. Yeah. It's... Let's just think of it back in old school when video calls didn't, you know, that was the future. Video calls, oh my god, oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> video calls were like the future on Star Trek and shit. Yeah. And now here we are living it every day. So let's just imagine that this is a phone call. And like, no, you hang up first. Yeah, yeah. I already got a friend of mine like who's like commenting like YouTube or Twitch should be amazing. Yeah, it should be, would be, I don't know, like... Yeah, because the, the downside is this now. We don't really see each other in live. Yeah, but to be <sighs> honest, like, that's okay. I didn't really see, like, the benefit. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> Let's talk less about Episode this. 21, this was, yeah. like, the big announcement. Like, we finally figured it out after, like, uh, so many hours of content. Well, we, we didn't we start this almost a year ago? Yeah, and... Uh, and now here hopefully, we are. Now look at us. Hopefully the quality is gonna. See, I don't, I don't know. See what, I, what, see what I mean? Like, I, I'm, like, I think one of my, one of my shoulders, like, this one is popping up more than the other one. I think I need to get like aligned or fixed or something. Oh yeah. Get like some. It's weird. Like I'm like super loose, like that. Yeah. And it's like it feels like it's like this one is like popping up. I don't know. Whatever. Oh well, uh, here we are. Uh, this is like um, there's not there's not a lot of stuff happening. This this I'm still trying to I, well, figure out. Well, to be fair, there 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 is, is but there isn't. Like yeah, we've it's got not... a couple of things that we want to talk about. Why don't we why don't we jump in and do what we started last week and and uh, what have we been consuming this week? What have we been listening oh, to? Yeah, um, like what what I've... has the haps? I gotta admit, like this uh, past couple of weeks, what I've been consuming a lot is um, lo-fi. Uh, whether you, ew. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit weird and ew. Um, yeah. But uh, I've actually stayed uh, behind when it comes to submissions and shit like that. So I was like trying to listen to as much shit as possible. Um, uh, within reason, of course, without, you know, I didn't want to skim through because, you know, it's, 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 they're usually two and a half, up to two and a half, three minute track. So I, I can't listen to a whole album basically on a, on a city. Yeah. So I was trying to do that a lot. So I didn't really have time for my, um, usual shit. I mean, um, what I've been listening a lot to is the soundtrack to the Vivo, uh, music, music, well, well, Vivo, the, the children's animation thing oh, from right. sony <laughs> okay so, okay so yeah we uh, transitioned from titipo to that which is great um yeah i um, prefer titipo i'm sorry titipo titipo is going to be my favorite uh, my favorite most played artist uh, i am i am a titipo stan <laughs> it, it will it will do it like the, the next the next spotify uh what is it wrapped. unleashed wrapped unwrapped it's, it's gonna be titipo uh, Vivo Disney shit. <laughs> Do you play that on a different Spotify then, or do you? Of course not. Why would I? <laughs> so, so, no, because you, no, you're on Last FM, and I've seen that your streams are not TTPO. Maybe Last FM has uh, something else connected to to that. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. Could be like. Yeah, it could be. Could be that. Yeah. I do have another oh, no. another uh, Spotify account which is which I use for the live for the 
live stream 24-7 radio thing on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's that. the one it uses, yeah. It could be that, actually, yeah. Good, good. good thing that you mentioned, it. maybe I should, like, I should like update that or change it, so... Yeah, I know um, that we're friends, but I can't find you anymore, so we're no, not friends. We're not friends. I'm not friends with anybody. Fuck you, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, here you are. I've resigned from public life. That's it. I have found you. According to your last FM, your, your top artist... Uh, is is Titipol, no? No, no, no. This must be the one. No, it is there's Vivo. There's seven plays from Vivo. Dude, it, it, I, I'm telling you, it's it's. Oh the wait, right no, one. you're right. Five. <laughs> your top scrubbles of the last seven days is the Titipol opening song. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I've got to see what your all time your. Uh, <laughs> Top song of all time is. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to. Do <laughs> uh, you know what? It's it's yourself. Yeah, it that's is, okay. Yeah, but yeah. TT Poe is ninth all time. You've paid Dude. played the opening <laughs> song to TT Poe so four hundred four hundred and six times. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, I still I still find that a little bit too low. I think I think. It's like ten times that number, but yeah, it is what it is. No, maybe last defense like maybe we just won't track this too much. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save him the embarrassment. <laughs> oh well, like I said, the, the Spotify rap is gonna be it's gonna be definitely rap. Oh fuck! Oh well. it is what it is. Yeah, that's me. I mean. You're a dad. You've kind of got to exactly, make exactly. those allowance. I'd be worried if your top track was TT Po and you didn't have a kid. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. It's like that guy's been faking it all this time just to get like dibs on the lo-fi dad hashtag. <laughs> yeah. <fuck? laughs> Do you know what? Some people in this industry wouldn't put that past them. Oh, fuck. For sure. Definitely. Uh, definitely. definitely. No, I, I, um, I had a weird week, actually. Uh, okay. I did dive into more into an artist that I haven't listened to, but they have well, I haven't listened to much, but have released with us, um, and okay. realised that their discography was like a million times better than I originally thought it was. Like they were already up there for me, but like it is much mm. higher. And they're an artist called Sivin. Mm. You might have heard of them. Um, he he won a, a sample challenge that we did last year, um, and yeah, he made a he kind of i wouldn't say he followed i don't even think he listens to the podcast but um you know he just did he did that thing of like when i was like oh you know create a playlist of your own track so if someone says oh "Oh, you know what type of music do you make so he he created that playlist and shared it and i you know followed it just to to be supportive like you shouldn't Mm. be um but i just popped it on last week when i was just doing some stuff and i was like holy shit this guy's got some talent um so definitely would recommend listening to to Sivin's discography Sivin yeah um, I also listened to Grumpy Snorlax's new um, album or tape that he released as well that was all made on the Pocket Operator 33 or 30 oh yeah he called it like Pocket Monsters or something like that yeah 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 yeah. that was like cool he's he's, he was kind of like out for a while I think right yeah like or under the radar or whatever I, I see him pop up I think a few a couple of weeks ago it's like oh yeah I'm, I'm kind of like back or something like that yeah I don't know it's 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 good to see um, familiar faces like and, and familiar sounds like I don't really have personal contact with him I, I met him through the that amazing 
Facebook group that you are an administrator. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> or let's say I got familiar with it. I got to know him through yeah. there, which was great. Uh, and yeah, I was wondering like what happened because it's like he's like, I think he's one of the, let's say old school hip hoppers, like he would just flip shit and he would like play around and like chop up stuff. Which And he's like really good, especially when it comes with uh, playing with a pocket thingy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something I'm completely um, not proficient at all. Uh, I mean, I don't even have one, so fuck it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Good to see this back. Good to see this back. Shout out to Grumpy Snorlax. Exactly. And um, other than that, I think this this week I kind of took a dive into acid jazz. Ooh, ooh, um, And that was so. I've kind of always dipped in and out of that, mostly through. And I think some people might argue whether this particular artist counts as acid jazz or not, but um, mm. a, an artist called Mr. Scruff, I used to listen to him like a, a long time ago. Um, and I was like, oh, I've not li- listened to Mr. Scruff for a while. So I was like listening to him and I was like, oh, I wonder... Because back then you kind of... Well, when I say back then when I was listening to him, it's probably like 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Kind of looking at a genre and diving into that type of music was kind of difficult especially because it was very much physical media then like streaming wasn't really a thing like yeah you could download stuff from itunes but you couldn't really dive deep into genres like you can now so i was like okay you know let's explore this genre more and we've actually got a release coming out um on the 8th of july i think um from an artist called dmnnce um and when we when we heard this these three tracks that this guy uh, sent to us, we were like, "This is it's really out there." Like, it kind of falls under this the kind of chill hop lo-fi thing, but it's not quite that. No, and I was yeah. like, after listening to a bit more um, like Mr. Scruff that week, it kind of just twigged in my head. I was like, "Holy shit, this is essentially acid jazz." So I just wanted to confirm what Spotify considered considered acid jazz and went onto there. Um, acid jazz editorial playlist yeah. and it, it was kind of spot on and I was like hell like this this okay. stuff's like this is acid jazz <laughs> so th- all of this week I've just been kind of listening to that stuff which put me on to an album um, which I think it's kind of a compilation album but not and it's, it was called Jazz Mataz. yeah and it's by a hip hop artist called Guru and the whole um, concept of this this particular album is fusing hip hop and jazz and this is like you know this was released in 1993 so this was before i guess like jazzy hip hop or jazz hop kind of came in onto the scene and you know this guy partners with like donald bird and uh, branford marseille uh, and creates what we would now today consider like chill hop or jazz hop but oh, okay. it was kind of before its time so I really like dove into that and listened to it and it, it's it's you know hip hop beats jazz instrumental but also like rap as well and it just it, it works nice. it's considered acid jazz now but okay. um, you know I really really enjoyed that and looking into the you know the acid jazz playlist it really um, I realised a lot of the stuff that I listen to now anyway kind of falls under that banner oh cool so i think i think there's um maybe the far side was on there let me actually get the editorial up so i'm not just making up shit <laughs> well knowing you for a while i don't think you're making up shit at all so maybe Thanks. maybe Oops. Yeah. so uh-uh. on their editorial you have stuff oh okay like you've got jamiroquai on there yeah. 
a tribe called Quest. That's who I meant. Okay. Um, the Roots, uh, like Mother Earth, uh, even the Haters Coyote are on there. Um, and it's it's actually like if this was the music that I was to kind of evolve in, like evolve to or yeah. kind of move into, that would definitely be the genre that I myself would want to do because it's a lot more sub- substance to it than than like lo-fi and stuff. Um, yeah. Spe- speaking of though, I-, I also released an album this week, which I've been listening to. If <laughs> oh, shameless plugs. Let's go, yeah. baby. No, it's fine. Do you know what though? Like, I know, kind of just talking about myself more and more. But um, this, the way that this <laughs> this album's kind of been received has been nuts to me. Like, I've released stuff in the past that's kind of had the odd. Um, you know, share that I again. I, I appreciate. I'm not saying that, that I don't appreciate that, but the yeah. odd share here and there that w- that was kind of like, you know, people that I was friendly with, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's nice with supporting friends and whatever. But yeah. this time around, it's been very much like, it's not just like, oh, check out this this new album from Lazy Boy Loops. Like, it's been gen- genuine like feedback, like that's just knocked me over. And it's it's been it's weird. It's weird because this, for me at least, was a real evolution in the sound you know i was experimenting more with um like sample chops and stuff and kind of more boom bap type mm-hmm. music um yeah i think you so i was you were gonna do that basically yeah. after after the what was it the march beat challenge thing yeah. that you did like yeah, yeah, yeah. um and yeah it, it's just been and the, the certain types of people that have come along as well and said like, that they've enjoyed it and they've actually listened through to it has been um, it's meant a lot as well so yeah I'm actually really surprised of how well this has gone yeah. uh, just on the feedback that I've received alone um, because I wasn't sure whether I could pull this off I'd listened to the tracks over and over as you do and I was just like this is an attempt <laughs> but I don't <laughs> think it's anything that could be considered you know yeah on that level but yeah yeah it's it's been really well received so i'm i'm really happy about that um, um for me i was happy to see that you you put in a uh you did a collab with mysterio or mystery oh which yes. is like he's been, he has been around for a while and i got to know him like through your stuff basically yeah um, oh yeah he's he's a good friend of mine exactly so it's cool like we have like i have a release with him too um it's a collab i Anyway, I know I'm probably forgetting the other guy's name. <laughs> it's like it's classic Paul. Classic uh, but but I uh, I was particularly happy about the, um, the 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 joint you did with Sushi Leaf. Sushi Leaf is like it's it's a very interesting case as well. Like he's also one of these guys that I consider to be um, this old school lo-fi yeah. thing. Like they would like focus on. There's more essence essence. In their beats is what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, he doesn't show up that often, but when he shows up, he shows up. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's 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 really cool, like to see that he's still active. Let's say in a way. Yeah, I uh, mean that that collaboration uh-huh. came apart came about because of um, because of the Facebook group that you mentioned, the Lo-Fi Family Facebook yeah, group. Yeah. Griff put on another uh, pick a power challenge thing. And yeah, uh, let's just say (laughs) that we were the only two people that submitted. (laughs) We were the only two people that actually had a finished song. Well, that Um, went well. (laughs) Yeah, so I really liked it. He really liked the track. And I was like, look, you know, I'm working on something that's like really similar to this. So can I kind of dunk it on the album? 
yeah. Why not? But there, Why not? there were two more collabs that I wanted to put on this, but they didn't yeah. manifest, which okay. was um, one with a guy called Oshan who uh, he was doing some scratching on the track. And I mentioned this in a, in a, one of the podcasts before that the, the drum loop from that I nicked, that why well, I nicked, the drum loop that I bought from Splice uh, was used by Flying Lotus. Okay. Do you remember that conversation? Flying Vaguely, for the soundtrack vaguely, of that, vaguely. um, for the soundtrack of that TV show on Apple TV. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that, so that song's like... back on on Spotify now. Um, okay, okay, I, I, cool. I double checked and it is exactly the same loop. So, yeah, I've had to go back to the drawing board with that one. Um, and yeah, then I also yeah. wanted to get a collab with Soft Eyes on there as well, but that didn't manifest either because he's just mad busy because everyone wants to have a collab with Soft Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's 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 good. Like for me, I haven't um, I haven't playlisted it yet because I always like I try to be uh, unbiased when it comes to your shit. Because I would like my first immediate reaction like, oh yeah, it's gonna put it in the top. I don't care. <laughs> That's what I expected. <laughs> and I was like, you haven't already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe no, I'm not I'm gonna kidding. put all of the tracks. Maybe a few of them. But yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah. I, I just wanted to. Uh, I haven't. It, the truth of the matter is, I haven't really updated my playlist for. It's been close to a month. I've been completely fucking slacking off on that on that aspect. I don't know. There's like, there's a lot of backlog issues that I've been working lately. Yeah. Uh, one of them, which you're very well aware of, is actually finalizing the fucking app. So, yeah. Um, yeah. To give a little bit of an update to uh, anybody who's listening as well, is like the app is there, it's published, and for the longest time I've been trying to fucking <laughs> update it, update it. So. Um, yeah, long story short, uh, there was a first attempt, first developer kind of like um, we mutually decided not to work together anymore because we definitely had different priorities in our lives. Mine was the app, his was something else. Um, <laughs> uh, and now we, we moved to, uh, I moved to another, let's say, uh, I don't know, agency, let's say developer studio, whatever you want to yeah. call that, uh, with the guys are a lot more active. Um, I got them from Upwork, as you know, and, and it's just like we finally got to the issue of the matter, why we cannot really update the app with the current build. It's because apparently Apple decided uh, a couple of months ago to deactivate or take down or block or shadow ban, whatever you want to call it, apps that haven't been really updated for the past couple of years. And even though we legitimately want to update it and also make it available on Google Play, um apparently we got hit with like on the apple review which for anybody who knows it's the most oh, i'm just gonna say ridiculous yeah. review process when it comes to apps so um long story short one person might um dismiss your submission for let's say the icon wasn't the, the best one was it was bad and then you can update the icon and then the next person would just completely disregard what the other person said. And instead of like, you would expect that now that you've updated that issue or you fixed it, it will just go through because there were no other issues mentioned. And then somebody else will find something else. Yeah. In our case, what was brought up was the whole um, intellectual property thing. Like, so con copyright more or less, yeah. uh, which is great. Like, honestly, I was happy that this came up because it makes the entire effort more legitimate from the point of um, that it could, I don't know how to say it, you could become 
when you have like a lo-fi radio app yeah. and being a label at the same time, and I'm like giving away the playbook now, it's basically you could become a unicorn because being a label, you quote unquote own the content yeah. or you have the copyrights and you have also the the commercial li- the, the license to to what is it commercial well, you you have the the essentially the permission to distribute it however you see fit exactly and 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 exploit commercially exploit them more or less yeah this is one part of it so it's great uh i mean at the same time the, there's still like a lot of lo-fi radio apps on uh, and I, I, I went through today uh, and I read in the description of the app that everybody's mentioning stuff like the same stuff they mentioned on YouTube channels like, I do not own the, comp- the copyright or content and if you have any issues, please contact us there. <laughs> Sadly though, that's not, gonna, that's not gonna cut it with Apple. Apple is just gonna take that shit down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I submitted uh, I went through the review process and submitted the, the required, let's say, documents to prove the copyright licensing ownership and all that stuff. Um, or let's say the permissions, basically. Uh, yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens on uh, Monday because it's the weekend and it's, it's a Monday to Friday job working an Apple review. So yeah, uh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens on Monday. Fingers crossed. <laughs> if, if this fucking app launches... <laughs> It's gonna fucking. It's it's gonna gonna be a. It's gonna be Christmas. It's gonna be huge, guys. I'm just gonna do a giveaway or some shit. I'm I'm gonna give away half of my shit. I don't care. (laughs) Just anything. Yeah, just anything. Just just like (laughs) have your exercise bike. I'm just gonna go on the live stream. I was like, hey, what do you want? Just DM me now. Anything in this room? I don't even care. So uh, yeah, no, that's gonna be it. Uh, no, anyway, that's that's that has been my couple of weeks for sure. Like other than yeah. work, having a, well, a lot of work in my, my day job. Um, there's other things as well. Yeah. There's there's something yeah, there's, that's coming out tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like something that's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> oh and yeah, I'm complete <laughs> shit out of myself as usual, making zero promotion out of it. I mean, I did. What, write did it the, fucking surprise you when you got a DM from me that said that I'd shared and tagged you in it? No, actually, you were the last one to do that. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> uh, the guys, the rest of the people... Oh, well, well what Aaron's talking about is, like, tomorrow, fucking... Yeah. Uh, our summer compilation is coming out, finally. The last summer series. Um, the 2022 version. We have uh, uh, 28 exquisite lo-fi chili beach tracks. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I'm really happy because, um, uh, and we talked about this a lot, I think, when it comes to compilations and submitting to compilations. Like, there there's, has been cases where I had a lot of um, throwaway tracks submitted to me. And I initially, I didn't really care. I got to be honest. In the beginning, mm-hmm. like the first couple of compilations that we ever put out, I didn't really care. I did understand that this, you know, some of the joints that I would get, they seemed that you could work on them a little more. But yeah. I would kind of like turn a blind eye because I would say, yeah, when you have like 30 tracks, it's okay. Like you can skip through it or whatnot. So it's it's not that obvious. Of course, if you have like an EP or a single release and it's like a throwaway yeah. joint, you will you will know it. You had that, that thing in the past as well. So you will know exactly what I mean. But I have to uh, admit that there's uh, some really nice collabs in there. Um, 
from um, and I, and like I always say, like I really like working with with unknowns, like people yeah. that just popping up on my radar or like they will submit stuff to me, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And the quality is getting like better and better. I did. I am trying also like to mix it up a little bit because I take your um, your advice to my heart when you say like uh, there's a few times that you said like I sound my shit sounds too sleepy sometimes or like <laughs> I'm like really in the fringe of sleepy beats <laughs> I, I know I know I know and I definitely want to go back into the let's say quote unquote the roots a little bit like focus more on this sort of like boom bop or what I'm really good at finding more experimental shit in this yeah. um, in the direction of for, for example we had a uh, you know, shameless plug, but fuck it. This is our podcast. We can plug whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. That. Um, last week we had a, a release by uh, Pevani, or I don't know mm -hmm. if I pronounce it properly. Uh, he's a bass. That's his first name. He's a Dutch producer, instrumentalist. Like, and the um, the EP that he put out with us, the um, what is it? Something with ocean. As far as the ocean goes, as far yeah. as the ocean takes us. Yeah, it's more of like it has a lot of. There's a hint of electronica, but there's a lot of ambience in it. So it's not just like lo-fi. I would like I would like label it more of a down tempo rather than yeah. lo-fi or chill or sleepy mm -hmm. beats or whatnot. And I really like that kind of shit. And I have a lot of stuff slowly, slowly coming up in the mix the more away we move from from summer. So yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm not because I'm I'm not I'm not. I've I've never been like uh, so embedded in the hip hop scene or boom bap or that, so yeah. I don't want to even begin to pretend that I understand or like I know what I'm looking for. So what I I'm good at is like finding like experimental shit and fringy shit. So yeah, it's definitely going to be more than. That. But anyway, I lost the plot. Yeah, I think we've actually got something similar to that coming out. Uh, do, 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 do. This could be August potentially. Okay. I think, or no, late. I think it's late July. Um, okay. Yeah, we, we have something that's definitely along the similar lines as well. And, and I think that that's kind of, you know, where, where we're at with this whole, um, you know, kind of moving on from like sleepy lo-fi type stuff. And, yeah. you know, again, just to, to say it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, no. I think it's found its place now with yeah it did with certain labels within a certain space and that's that's chill um i personally from a label perspective want to avoid that but that doesn't necessarily mean that if a song is is you know as you said kind of that more down tempo ambient um that someone could consider sleepy lo-fi it's we're kind of looking at it from a different a, a different perspective because it's not that typical kind of like anime like studio ghibli like chord progression type thing with a really sort of like you know someone flicking on an apple to make a snare sound you know so yeah i, I think that's a good way of kind of justifying that though we we're both we you know we do we do have those tracks that are a little more what someone would consider sleepy is it's more looking at the song as a whole and seeing is it more of a you know it, it swings more towards ambient is it more experimental than you know just a couple of chords and a really really muted drum loop mm -hmm. yeah well you have to like eventually like we we also like as <clears throat> as labels 
we also find our sound more or less and it doesn't yeah. happen it doesn't happen overnight like there has to be a little time that's going to go through and then eventually we shape up the sound because it definitely might have sound like when you start out you just go with the flow and eventually the more yeah. stuff you start releasing the more you tend into your likes and dislikes and what you mm -hmm. would consider and whatnot like there's been like a lot of stuff that i especially the past six months that i would just no i would just straight out say no because it's it it feels now that i've heard that kind of sound before you know yeah. and it's just it just gets boring every like this and we talked about that 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 we talked about that uh, in the last podcast like it's like you just need to find something new all the time and you you need to like develop and and evolve yeah. as an artist as well I'm, i mean i'm not saying that uh you make a complete like 180 like for example i don't know b bad example uh, machine gun kelly like hip-hop dissing <laughs> eminem to fucking punk rock <laughs> whatever punk rock and dissing slip <laughs> whatever whatever that is um but um yeah, definitely. Like it's 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 always like a, an interesting process, and and you just have to go through it and, and figure shit out. So it's it's definitely yeah. fine. Well, that that's kind of exactly like the the process that we went through as a label. You know, we started in April last year. We went with the flow, as you said, and you know, through through our efforts of working with specific artists, working with specific sounds, and trying to actively push that out, we found that actually the more sort of softer sleepy side of lo-fi it it is difficult to to put out there um, oh, yeah. and to really kind of market as something vaguely interesting that isn't just chasing after you know sleep tales playlists or jamie henwood's sleepy playlist or um there's there's a couple of other really popular like sleep playlists that you know if you don't get on them then people just generally aren't that interested so yeah you know, it's we just found that wasn't really of, of interest to us. Is is no disregard to the talent that 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 some people have to to put that type of music out there. It's just for us. It's just not of any sort of interest to us. But on the other hand, if a project was to come to us that was uh, would swing to more towards that sleepy like lo-fi hip-hop sound but it just had something really fucking special and unique about it that exactly that made us think actually no this is sick then we would go for it like uh, and yeah i think that's that's something that that should always be kept in mind as well especially when as an artist you're reaching out to other labels like if you can make your shit sound super fucking special and unique and not in a horrid way but in like a a sonically unique way um <laughs> <laughs> you could Fucking you know twat. you can catch the attention of of labels even if that might not necessarily be their sound um well but you can definitely let, let me just let me just tweak what you yeah. just said it will definitely catch our attention because i don't think there's not there's a lot of labels that they it, it will catch their attention for the wrong ways in the sense of like oh that sounds too different than my yeah shit. yeah maybe yeah yeah anyway sorry carry on no, it's it, it's it's cool, but um, I was I was pretty much done on that topic. Okay, right. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I was <Fuck> done. <laughs> Fuck you. But nah. no, um, it's definitely we're, we're yeah we're seeing constant evolution as a label, which I'm sure. I mean, you've been going for like six years now. Yeah, fuck, it's been damn. Like, I'm sure if you listen to like the first bunch of stuff that you put out. 
oh, compared shit. to the stuff that you're putting out now. It might it'd probably be completely different. Yeah, it's it's definitely day and night. It's definitely day and night. And and speaking of it, it's like I had I had actually I was I had a talk last week uh, with someone, and we were like discussing like releases and stuff like that, and and you know old shit and new shit, and maybe you know in order to keep it healthy and what happens if somebody lands on your stuff right now what are they gonna think and blah maybe you should like even consider like deleting some of the old shit and i'm like i don't even though i do understand why i would was why somebody would do that yeah i personally don't want to do it because i think that it will just diminish the whole concept of of the brand identity or the label's yeah. identity like i I, I, I want to see where this whole thing started from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there would be some times that I would even just listen to the shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, so many fucking samples. I'm like, so many samples. <laughs> like, wow. Because like, yeah. there were, like, there were some, some producers, you know, back in the day when I was coming up uh, of uh, a certain descent, you know, that that particular nation at the moment is not so... Um, beloved <laughs> due right. to recent events <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. invading other countries and shit but uh, yeah um, now I'm not saying that the people are bad it's just like anyway reference bad maybe bad reference uh, and, and you would hear <laughs> stuff like um, you know there would be like a, a, a sample like this was like even like before Splice just went off the charts like regular YouTube downloaded yeah. as mp3 kind of thing chopped up in a perfect loop and then slapped the same beat with the yeah. same variations in the same pattern for three minutes i don't know people call that shit used to call that shit jazz hop <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes uh yeah you know good stuff but but like you said like listening to the stuff that we put out now I'm like, that's not, that's not, you know, that's not me. But that was yeah. Pueblo Vista or that, that was PVMM or that was the label at the time. So yeah. that was like the vibe. Like it was also me like exp not only exploring my sound, just exploring basically the whole genre of like instrumental shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it was definitely, definitely cool. Well, I mean, like one of the first releases that we had was straight up Sleepy Lo-Fi by an artist called sleeping on the last <laughs> you know it, <laughs> it's it's that evolution of yeah of shit and it's it's cool it's cool to see um you know but oh, yeah, it is. It's, speaking um, of sleepy stuff to to put a semicolon in this maybe yeah go on is is that we got to give it give props to apple because apple have had apple had a sleepy playlist long before yep. sleepy was sleepy like the bedtime beats yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. was there forever, uh, and they were just like. I, and I think lately they've been uh, curating it a bit more, but still staying out of the, you know, what we call sleepy lo-fi. Like they, they, okay. they would just really steer away from that. Uh, but they, the stuff that they would put there would definitely like. I can definitely see an aligning with the title of the, the playlist, the bedtime beats, but yeah. it's not like you know the sleepy sleepy shit that we talk about all the time. So. But yeah, either way, I mean, even Nordi even Spotify lately took interest in that. They they created a couple of uh, editorial yeah. playlists as well. So Lo-fi sleep and lo-fi meditation. Yeah, bish. 
Do you know oh, what though? I, I've what? started to realise. Obviously, we have our understandings about, and this is kind of taking that um, caveat and moving on. Not caveat. That segue. That's yeah. the word. And moving on. I've started, and you probably know this already. Just little old me come along and realising things mm-hmm. that you can. I, I've started to learn which playlists have the same curators mostly mm-hmm. down to the cover art <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's so like um lo-fi meditation lo-fi sleep both have very similar cover art um yeah. the the two that we've got placed on just to kind of put that out there that, that kiwi bear have got have kiwi the same bear first editorial boo, boo, boo. Hey, we've got, or was we've it got the four second? now sorry oh okay all right We've got four now. Fuck you. Cool. No, I'm joking. Cool, cool. Yeah, Appreciate it. Right. Um, but yeah, they those two playlists, they have the same artwork. Um, recently, what got updated, I think it was like Lo-Fi Cafe Focus. Mm-hmm. And then another playlist, their artwork has changed, which again, very similar artwork. And I think that I figured out that these playlist curators are the same two uh, the same curator for those two playlists oh, cool. and it's the same with like chill beats and jazzy vibes because the same like artists tend to get well, the same tracks tend to get placed on each one yeah okay but their covers don't well lo-fi beats changes every week doesn't it or every time it updates yeah and there used to be a time where they would they would even uh, <clears throat> they explored that uh, avenue of having the I don't know a person that's featured on the playlist using yeah. their cover for for that, but I, th- I think this hasn't been the case as of late. No, but yeah, I figured that out yeah. today. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to slip in there that we got a, a, a throw replacement. Fuck so. yeah, bitch! <laughs> guys, you should like start submitting to uh, Kiwi totally. Records now. Like the yeah. guy's got connections there. You know, he gets playlisted. Do you know what? I wish I did have connections there, but this is this is solely just on the back of our hard work. I'm gonna I'm, I'm f- gonna flex know, as fuck know, right I now. Know, I know, I know. I had a couple of jokes for that, but I'm not gonna. It's not even a joke. No, it's it's all good. Um, Dude, but yeah, it. we we got. I can't believe we got instrumentals. You went on. Be- you got instrumentals as well. Ooh, yeah. Oh shit. That's that's good actually. That's good. We we found that out Friday. Yeah, yeah. One of my guys found out as well. Like we got, uh, we got the bedtime beats. One of the sleepy stuff uh, there, which is like super cool. Cause noise. I don't know. Like what I told you, like the other day, I haven't really been focusing on Apple or, or yeah. submitting anything there. Um, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, how can you submit?" Oh, like I don't know. Connections, bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's that's the one. Thing that and that was that that one day that I told you, fuck yeah. it, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna send something. And I was I think gonna that, ask, that did actually, you send that something I, that day? Yeah, yeah, that actually, um, I was, I was fucking surprised because usually nothing ever happens ever. ever. Uh, Honestly, I the same. So, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I think we've sent across tracks. Let me see, because I'm very interested now we're talking about this to see exactly how many times we had submitted something to them. And only now they are like, (laughs) oh, okay. Okay, let's check it out. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there's there's (laughs) there's over 40 emails. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. interesting. 
40 yeah. times that we've uh, we've submitted to them and they've only just placed us this once but hey it shows that Wait, we're, dude, we're at like, least trying <laughs> it is it is what it is i mean i mean one it's not it's not this is this is not bad you know what i mean like it, it's yeah. fine like I, I i also was of the 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 approach of like i don't want this happening like every day or like in in a lot or a lot of times sure it's like wishful thinking everybody thinks like oh yeah i'm signed with a label i'm releasing my shit and it gets editorial like all the fucking yeah. time but at the same time you should think that there's like a lot of people applying for that stuff and a no, lot absolutely. of people submit it so you can always be that fair and as much as you know a lot of people definitely there's definitely plenty of people who uh would dream of having the same placements on Spotify with Hip Dozer, for example. Like, I don't know, it's like 60 or 70 at the yeah. time. It's like, fuck's sake. Like, sure, yeah. Um, but then there's reality. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you know what? I'm curious, actually, because I've never really looked. Is Does Apple Music's playlist have the same? No. Okay. There is there is no Firefly Entertainment to be found. Interesting. No, not really. Not really. No, no. Because no, because you look at any Spotify playlist, there's yeah, a lot dude, of like, stuff. yeah, because like Firefly Entertainment is uh, allegedly uh, in cahoots with Spotify because yeah, but not Apple. Apple is like a very, it's like a black box. Yeah, essentially, it's a very closed system. So it is what it is. I mean, Hypnoza have 48 on Lo-Fi Beats this week. Yeah. So. Oh, they're down. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think that's because um, Goji Islands come come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a few there's a few of these like quote unquote new labels out again, right? Like, fuck's yeah. sake. Like this this shit like never stops. Honestly. No, it does not. This fucking shit never stops. And and I think this could be a good segue for one of the other topics you wanted to talk about, the mushroom popping effect. What happens on YouTube? Yeah, so that this actually comes from someone reaching out to me this week, just being like, do you have a topic on the podcast this week? Because this is something that I'm seeing okay. that is, um, you know, it's going pretty shit. And essentially that's kind of... YouTube is being... Milk. I guess. Uh, well, <laughs> the thing is, we've spotted this in the past. Like yes. we've we've spoken about this privately in the past. Like you shared with me several YouTube yeah. channels that just seem to have come out of nowhere, have like six thousand people watching their live streams. Yeah, and it's just the same. Twenty likes. Like yeah, yeah the same twenty tracks over and over. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, and this person spotted that as well, and they've actually <laughs> been talking to. Uh, one of the channels because they okay. came along and because this um, and this might tip off who 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 it is to you. Um, mm-hmm. They they are a channel that now has a label. Um, okay. And this other channel reached out to them to see whether they could use their tracks on yeah. on on their channel because they yeah. um, they already apparently have a shit ton of tracks from Dreamhop, which might be an indication of uh, yeah what's going on there. Um, and basically, it's just like the same twenty tracks from random yeah. producers, as well as a couple of Dreamhop tracks, just being looped over and over and over for like eleven hours. And these aren't even live streams; these are actual videos that are being yeah. uploaded. Um, and essentially, they're making bank <laughs> from from what I understand. Um, hmm. And 
it seems to be similar to what we were seeing with this kind of influx of artists just pumping out sleepy lo-fi um we're just seeing an influx of channels come out of nowhere that seemingly have thousands of hours worth of video content yeah that's just basic like beats that are kind of flooding youtube with yeah just study beats channels and um yeah the, the, this particular channel wanted me to, to for us to talk about it yeah no, there's, so, a, there's definitely like an interesting thing that's happening at the moment for YouTube <clears throat> it's always been like for me a a big question mark like why would you especially after after we got into the whole after I got into the whole being a label thing like yeah. and it seems that people would prefer or even YouTube would push the algorithm mm-hmm. to for for the for the audience to consume content anywhere other than the source. So, for example, you might have Kiwi Bear, mm-hmm. you might have like a track um, that you put it out on your YouTube channel. It's part of the whole label promotion, this and that. Like, there's a release, we put it on. That's that. I'm, I'm talking about in yeah. an ideal world without retention times and shit like that you put it out yeah and then there would be channel x for example whether they have a million subscribers or thousand subscribers and they would just and it will go viral on their end and they would just and people and more people would just listen to that instead of like going to the source and the source is not even wasn't wasn't favorited in the algorithm yeah what i just described is basically like what used to happen in the in the past because i have like a little bit of an insight there because some of these channels have actually started working um when these channels started working with all these other labels like i started like researching and and paying attention to numbers and looking at this and that um and i've seen that that these Mushroom channels, not mm-hmm. the old ones. Um, uh, they start adding to the benefit. Like they, they, you, you benefit from them algorithmically. Like in the right. sense of like, uh, because YouTube Music is definitely going places. It's still a bit weird the way they, I don't know, the way Google approaches it. But you know, Google, they're they're just like sloppy. In yeah. whatever they do, they just slap shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the sloppy shit tends to work, then they would just maybe beautify it a little bit, but usually they just leave it like that. Or if it doesn't work, you know, there's a whole fucking website dedicated to fucking, you know, how Google cannibalizes their own fucking apps and programs and schedules every time something gets canceled. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely like a lot of algorithmic benefit to that when it comes to like getting your um, your numbers up um, yeah. <clears throat> I saw some of our tracks also getting features and I know that because we have content ID so I, I, I get those notifications let's say I see the numbers um, some of the some of our tracks got featured in in a few of these channels I think it's actually newer tracks that I haven't even uh, had the chance to add them to the content ID system just yet. Like I'm still like finishing up, like I said, backlog shit, like 2021 yeah. releases or 2022. 
Um, and I, what I, the immediate, the immediate, um, I wouldn't call it benefit. The, the, the change that I noticed was that the YouTube channel is getting favorited algorithmically. Right. Ar algorithmically. Um, so like, uh, because I have this vidIQ plugin, for example, which is the same with uh, TubeBuddy, if you know if you know about it, or if anybody I else knows about it, in the chat. Yeah, it's basically like a like a browser add-on, and instead of you actually having to go to your Creator Studio, you just see like a little pop-up with the last uh, views, like in the last sixty minutes or forty-eight right. hours, or you basically see. The info without having to log into Creator Studio for YouTube. Okay, cool. And I saw the um, the numbers like actually increased. Like I would, on average, because you know me, me and YouTube is not my YouTube is not really my strong spot, <laughs> and it's always like more or less dead. Like I would, it would be a miracle if I see more than two two views every sixty minutes. Yeah. And after this has happened, I think like some of our tracks got featured like a couple of weeks ago. I see like that's this number is went up to like 10. So for like going from like two views every 60 minutes to to 10, that's like, yeah. that's a lot. I mean, I don't I don't expect to see like, a, I don't even, you know, expect to see like a thousand or something, but that's definitely like, I don't know, 500% uh, increase <laughs> in the numbers. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm still being a little bit cautious about it. Like it's, for me, this provided the reason why would you do it? You know, like there's the like we in the beginning when we started noticing it was like oh shit like the whole fucking like not only like there's like a lot of these mushroom channels popping up everywhere, but it's like yeah. very specific tracks that are being used. And to add on to what you also said before, it's like uh, and what I noticed too is like there's again very specific tracks that are being used over and over again. It's not yeah. like somebody gets, uh, let's say, access to a hundred tracks and then start using everything. They would just, the, the, the ones that will be used are very specific. And it's usually the same the same ones over and over again. I don't know if they, uh, let's say this, you know, the, 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 the people behind those channels, like if they zone in, depending on the numbers or statistics or whatever, how do they filter that stuff? Yeah. But yeah, this is this is what I've been, you know, noticing, or what I've been hmm. marking up. Yeah, it's it's a quite interesting thing, and it's definitely like still on, I don't know, under development. Like still, like I'm I'm still looking up stuff. Yeah, I I, I pay zero attention to YouTube. I've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube for me is just like a black I'll hole. Put, yeah, well, I upload like visualizers for all of our music, and that's pretty much yeah all I do um, I created a mix on my own channel which went okay I guess um, let's see uh, I think it gets a decent amount of, of views but again I'm not I kind of not pushing it as much as I should uh, over the last 28 days I mean that mix has had seven views so <laughs> whoopity dude <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so um, you know okay. I think it, this is just a testament to how actually difficult it is to, to I guess even just being, being an artist 
Yeah. In that, you know, we've said before, everyone's focus is on Spotify because at the moment Spotify is king, but yeah, there are so many platforms in which you can develop that are just being overlooked, you know, like YouTube mm. or... Yeah. Um, and even, like what would be considered secondary DSPs which is like Amazon Music which you can actually pitch to now if you yeah. have an artist account um, you know there's Deezer there's there's Tidal which pays the most um, Napster's had an update recently which is really interesting uh, you know there's there's all these different uh, platforms where our music is yet we all just seem to focus on <laughs> on Spotify which I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the. That's it just the goes to show that if you did try and do everything all at once, it's that there's a lot. So, you know, I can also see why people just stick with Spotify. Maybe a bit of Apple Music. No, I think, I mean, you know for a fact how uh, how this would trigger me in the past when I would like get a message from somebody. I would just know, especially like if I would get a message from a producer, I would just know that they're talking about Spotify for artists. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't see my upcoming release. Like, what else are you talking about? Like, what's yeah. the only platform where you can see your upcoming releases? I mean, I'll... you're going to be surprised one day when someone says Amazon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm looking forward to that. However, nowadays, I come into terms as like, it has become a meme, I think, for both of us now. Yeah. Uh, but I do understand it from the artist's perspective. Like, uh, you and me have the obligation to know all that other shit and we have to do all that other shit whenever we can uh, the average artist out there doesn't have to uh, and most of the times they don't they don't even know about shit so in a way I also do understand the fact you, you can't know what you don't know uh, yeah. of course there's also you know you can always you can also always like research or ask or whatever um, and I know we, we joked about many times in the past that People don't even read shit anymore. It's like it's like you have a submission form that says, "Please send me unreleased tracks." This form yeah. is only for release purposes, and then you get Spotify links and a message: "Oh, please add this to your playlist, bro." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sure. Yeah. Okay. Or they would send you like uh, the latest uh, EDM bangers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, on that yeah. note, with um, you know, I said this week that I was sending an email to Daily Playlist because I'm just fucked yeah. off with. Yeah. So they got back to me. Yeah. No. Okay. Um. So yeah. the guy that I think runs the joint, um, it, I think it's it's him and a couple of the other people. He's called yeah. Harry. Um, okay. And we've spoken a few times um, in the past before. Uh, so I, 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 that's why I kind of felt comfortable just sending them an email, being like, "Look, you know, as yeah. a curator, I'm starting to notice that." that people are abusing the system um oh. and this this wasn't even around the whole oh you can just sign into you know a free spot you just sign up and get a free spotify account and go on daily playlist and there you go there's 25 extra credits okay. they probably are doing that but um yeah. this was more in the case of like you know there are artists that are submitting music that clearly doesn't fit mm. just to get the numbers out there yeah um and i was like you know i've had other curators come to me like we were just talking about i think i think this is kind of a reference to you that you know you come to me and we're like oh this is just daily play this is ridiculous like you had something like 600 submissions and it was just everything so mm. you just dumped your playlists off the platform 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was just like, look, you know, I've had curators say that they they've left because of, of a similar issue. Um, and they were as open as they could be without kind of spilling the beans a little bit, but they're definitely aware of that situation at the moment, which is, is nice to hear. And they are working on a couple of updates to make daily playlists a little better. Okay. Uh, let me see. So yeah, I basically just said, look, it's been abused, and they were like, um, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. No, they were like, we're, we're aware that that um, some some artists in the community are being recu- reckless in their submissions, but they have exciting plans in the pipeline to improve life for curators on our platform, which is going to start working on as soon as they've announced the release of their next big feature, yeah. which... It was okay. all very like we're not going to give you too many details, which I totally understand. They've got um, you know shit that they're working on that they don't particularly want to tell some random producer. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it it was nice that I, I think w- when it comes to platforms for submitting to playlists, we're kind of limited in that you know playlist push wants you to spend three hundred dollars on a campaign. Um, yeah. Fucking submit hub has stringent rules that mean that you have to approve less than 10% of all of your submissions which means some genuinely good music might get unheard because of that Um, what else is I mean daily playlists is kind of the only somewhat free one that you can use without really spending any money that gets you some results Um, but I definitely think for me personally, I think Daily Playlist has a lot of potential, but it also has a lot of areas that it needs to improve on. Um, and, you know, I, I'm uh, friends with, with Carlos Chill Select, but, you know, scrolling through and seeing that every other playlist is a Chill Select playlist is uh, <laughs> it's yeah, a bit either. much sometimes. Like, you can waste all of your 25 credits sending the same song to all yeah. of um, Chill Select's playlists. And you know it would be nice if maybe some of the other curators got a chance to to be kind of shown because i I know how it might be for a lot of producers that they'll just go on submit and then just click the top 25 playlist you know they have added the updated recently slash um active or not active thing but as you mentioned 90% 90% of people don't tend to read and they're just thinking, no. right, new release, I've got to get this on all of these top playlists, click, yes. send it off, done. Um, and chances are you've wasted 25 credits submitting the same. And the same thing happens to me. Like, I've only got two playlists on there, which is my Lo-Fi 2 Cake 2 playlist and my vocal Lo-Fi playlist. They're two drastically different playlists in terms of what I'm looking for. Yet, nine times out of ten, I'll get the same song submitted twice. Yeah. It's it's like it, I think it ties up to the whole thing you had with um, the whole discussion you had also with with Saturn like uh, like there's this craze that's it's ever like ever increasing like oh playlist 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 I gotta yeah. submit my playlist I gotta submit playlist playlist like where's the best playlist like and and people would because I think the amount of competition you're just like shooting your shit shooting your load and you know throwing shit on the wall and see what sticks at the end of the day um maybe that was a tactic that used to work or used to to bring some results 
Yeah. But not anymore because I think I think that even people who um, applauded that kind of shit or that fed off that or that nowadays they're like, oh shit, that's like that's too much. Like maybe maybe like like you said, maybe Carlos has like a thousand five hundred playlists and he puts mm-hmm. them out there. But maybe he's all maybe he's also fed up with that shit. Like people like submitting everything for for everything because yeah. because you try to make it as specific as you can re having a thousand playlists yeah but then this kind of like ends up blowing up in your face because everybody submits everything on all the playlists mm-hmm. so the of times you have I've to received... do all the work like basically yeah. filtering through shit yeah the amount yeah. of times that i've received like a fucking edm track through <laughs> yeah uh, for, for a lo-fi playlist or yeah. even like a country singer songwriter and it's like, do you, yeah, do it, yeah. you know, my question to Daily Playlist was like, look, you have the option to send feedback to the artist that says this doesn't fit my playlist, but does that... Doesn't matter. Does it have any effect on... No. You know, I, I was like, I feel like both, you know, now this at this point, curators are being held accountable because yeah. way back, I'd probably say six months ago, Daily Playlist was flooded with playlists that weren't being updated but they were sitting right at the top there was one notorious one from um you've probably heard of heard of him Isidia. Uh, okay their their playlist had something oh, stupid yeah, yeah, like yeah, 150,000 yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, followers yeah. Yeah. uh sit sat right at the top of daily playlists like that would be one yeah. that everyone would go to but then what they started doing was removing playlists that weren't updated or getting oh, okay. uh, either, either accepting or rejecting. Like if they yeah. weren't active on the platform, their playlists were getting binned off. The same yeah. thing happened to us. Like we just fell off daily playlists and mm. next time I logged in, all of the playlists were missing. Um, so, you know, curators are now being held accountable, but I also now think the community of artists should also be held accountable. And if, you know, if some sort of reporting system comes in place where the same artist keeps sending their EDM to playlists that just aren't, you know, don't match that genre, yeah. then you know maybe they should get a slap on the wrist or something because, you know, at this point it it is ridiculous, um, yeah. and it's it's super obvious as well, like. I know I've got around about 50 outstanding just now, and I bet if I scroll down, uh, you can see... Because the covers are all the fucking same, aren't they? (laughs) You know when it's going to be an EDM track, when it's just like... Exactly, exactly. uh, Do you know what, actually? There's no... (laughs) Right now, (laughs) there isn't any that look like they could be. So, thanks for that fucking day. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But no, yeah. I, this it, yeah, it has potential. I mean, I'm a pro subscriber for daily playlists because I wanted to see whether being a pro member was actually worth beneficial. But it is like, the same, right? It's it's okay. Um, as a pro member, you automatically get their smart submissions thing, which it essentially just submits tracks on your behalf. Okay, and you have complete control on whether. Um, you know which ones get sent and which ones don't so yeah, I think at the moment I've got like about 30 tracks in there most of which aren't being submitted and as of you get five placements a month with your pro membership and okay. since I've been a pro member I've had 164 automatic campaign submissions so nice and that's, did that work out 
Um, let's have a look. We can I can scroll down. So, as of 17 submissions for this one track, only six got through. Mm-hmm. 18 for this one, three, uh, 14, five, six to 14 there, uh, four to eight. So, yeah, it's it kind of works. I think it's maybe I'd probably say by the by the looks of it, it's about a six to one for every six playlists that you sub- that it automatically submits to. You get maybe one accepting, which is that's kind of just daily playlists altogether, all isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, of the because I run all of our label releases through this as well, um, and you know if we get anything from like 19 to 23 submissions and for the most part no we do we do all 25 um for every one of our submissions and i think on average it looks to be maybe about six out of 25 get accepted so to be honest i i kind of like solved that exercise myself speaking of which like that's actually like a good uh segue like Mm -hmm. i think we, we we discussed about it uh I think it was brought up as a joke at some point or what right. what should labels do about that. But yeah. ever since I went into this, like I basically provide everybody on the release week with a budget between like mm-hmm. 40 and 50 euros for each release. And then I just tell them like, do your thing, man. Promote your shit. Yeah. And it seems to be working, actually. I was like double checking with uh, previous... Uh, for the, I mean, I've been doing it for like three weeks now i guess okay which is yeah okay relatively new but it seems to be working out really good because like there's a it's there's a lot of um the last releases six seven releases that we had i've seen people already their streams like in the thousands which is really great yeah um like between one and five thousand and i didn't i didn't get and i have to mention that there wasn't there wasn't any crazy support from let's say that the playlist that our distributor puts out there um but and it all came through because uh, i talked to uh, most of these guys and i said hey like you know some really nice numbers what's happening is like oh yeah it was good that we had the budget basically and we could yeah. like directly pitch it to the curators and here and there like whether it's like submit hub or yeah any let's say quote-unquote paying services uh some of them they even did like coffee so i have like some sort of like a data for coffee playlist submission but i know this is like yeah it's it's another meme when it comes to you and me that's like a fucking internal joke now the whole fucking coffee playlists and paying but it seems that some of them are as we said in the past like they're still legit like there's there's not like fucking I don't know, Fritz from Upper Austria who has like a playlist with 200 people in charges like $5 yeah. a pop for a placement. Oh, uh, but there are. There are. Yeah, there's actually people no. who can make your buck worth for, yeah, you know, 100%. sending them their tracks. So, I so think yes, that, when that that's, that's topic great. comes up, it's, it, it's always one that I'm... I think paying for playlist placements full stop is a little bit you know we've we've said this a hundred times before like if it's worth your while then i think it is a valid method of of um promotion because at the end of the day you could just chalk it up to to paid advertising or you know like uh what do they say what do they call it in the it's like a it's not it's not an earned placement it's a yeah it's just like a paid placement which it's not necessarily a negative thing if you get that return it's only negative when you go to 
certain fucking curators that are sitting there with a 200 follower playlist that and then they want fucking five dollars yeah. for you to be put on there <laughs> and it's it's like uh, it's it's frustrating um it is to be completely honest but i think if you can find those curators that are genuinely they they do have a good playlist then i yeah i would fully recommend doing that we do that um you know when when the budget allows we will we'll put ads on we'll um yeah. you know pay for you know uh submit hub or whatever I, though i personally try to avoid submit hub because i just think it's a trash hole now i think again like submit hub like everything else it's just become it has just become it's very difficult to find what you're looking for or the, the say that the curator that would actually help you because i know yeah. I, I mean i was there for quite a long time I, over a couple over three years and even though there were some people who started like with definitely good intentions you know yeah. sharing music and you just it's so easy to get caught up in the whole money game and the way that of course um everybody's to blame like i think everybody shares the blame and i, I even at some point shared the blame too um and we we talked about it, but with Submit Hub trying to push you into this sort of like mar like it, it marginalizes you in a way, whether you like a good or not. Like if you're accepting more than fifty percent, you're bad. Blah blah blah. So they kind of like push you towards to get into that sort of quote unquote premium level where everybody's gonna be, you know, paying you a, a buck and a half for your yeah. submissions. So for one submission, which it's great like the, the, there was a time that i would say yeah you know what if you're like a producer or an artist and you don't even care spending one buck for your own music then i don't give a fuck either man yeah but on the other hand as we've identified the past couple of years at least it has become so commercialized like it's a playlists are mm -hmm. a commodity at yeah. this point straight up like there's there's no other way to explain that playlists on spotify or whatever especially the spotify are a commodity that's it you have a playlist with uh it, and it doesn't even matter if you actually make the streams as long as you have three hundred thousand followers you're good to go <laughs> yeah so so yeah uh, the, the the whole point is uh I guess to actually <clears throat> return the commodity status back to the actual music, <laughs> which is definitely more than it's it's easier said than done, way easier yeah. said than done, because it's there's so much fucking trash. And uh, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote um, I'm gonna quote Universal on that, and especially <laughs> uh, higher up in Universal, like one of the very few things that were kind of like, kind of like made sense for me, and he was right. Yeah. Like when it comes when it comes to music, let's say on Spotify specifically, you have um, it's like he said to me, like, look at it as a snake or it could be like a worm or it could be like whatever. Look yeah. at it as a snake, like the, the, the head of the snake that makes the most is basically like the top. I don't know, maybe two percent, three percent of artists. Maybe that's even too much. Uh, then you have the body, the body. I don't know. The body of a snake that's relevant again the whole thing looks like a body when, when does the body end and the tail start you know <laughs> <laughs> uh so then the body this is comprises of at least another uh what do you said like i think 20 25 percent of the rest that's been made mm -hmm. and then the rest 
which is like the vast majority that actually generates the least royalties like we're talking about fucking scraps here it's you know the tail like the rest 60 percent and these are like i don't know it's it's i mean the guy said it's it's music you could actually away with it doesn't have it doesn't really have to be there online no and of course, I mean, like we know that, especially, especially with I mean, let's, let's be completely honest. The amount of like lo-fi hip hop that is out in in the world, like seventy five percent of it doesn't have to, doesn't really need to exist. No, like, no, really. The amount of Spotify editorial playlists could just be made up of like the same, maybe one thousand tracks on a fucking rotation, and yeah, I think that those that actually actively listen to spotify play uh, lo-fi editorial playlist or even lo-fi playlist full stop probably wouldn't even notice mm. <laughs> oh they won't straight up straight up they just they won't that's no that's, they they just won't it's it is what it is uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a cynical look on it but um yeah no i think that could be said for a lot of music though oh like, yeah for sure definitely you know most definitely not oh, to well. be too bitter. <laughs> Not to be too bitter. Yeah, Though, yeah. let's no. let's kind of um, move on to the other topic that we wanted to talk about last week, which was a certain... Oh, God. I've got oh, such well. issues. A certain fucking label that is, <laughs> is actively a part of the Lo-Fi Purge right now. Do you, do you remember that? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that actually shares a, a no, no, no. Uh, oh, the, the the German label that we all love to hate. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Wait, yeah. What? Why not? Vinyl Digital. <laughs> yeah. Why not? So it turns out that a uh, a lot of people that used to, yeah. that have um, that have releases with with Vinyl Digital that don't necessarily that have aren't necessarily going anywhere. <laughs> um, I mean, doesn't everyone have a Vindig release at this point? Yeah, I think well, I think you know what, what I Vinyl Digital did is basically they just did a, an Apple Store. They they Apple Stored everybody. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. In a way. So if so, if a lot of artists whose music through Vinyl Digital that weren't essentially earning them any money, they've just turned around and said, you know what, <laughs> we only have a certain amount of space on our roster, yeah. so we're it, just gonna take your track down and have fun so like they voided their own like 15 year contract that a lot of these artists had with them exactly just because exactly. which is great yeah from hand. from the looks of it it seems like whoever they distribute with or whatever platform they use for distribution only allows a certain number of artists wow. and it seems oh, that they've just gone through and just purged the artists that aren't earning them any money which kind of like sucks from an artist perspective because like i personally you know we we've said this a, a few times as well from a label's perspective i feel like you should always be in some way supporting the the art that you've released um yeah. though i'd be interested to see what that's like from your perspective because what you've got like five thousand tracks <laughs> no in, no closer it's closer to three thousand three thousand yeah. yeah um um but no, yeah, um, I'm definitely under the impression that we should kind of try and keep supporting them in some way. 
even if like i don't know i think if any like six years time one of our you know first handful of releases yeah i think something should always be done with them even if it is just making sure that they're they're still being included on any new um like directions that you're going whether you're yeah. doing a umg and creating fixed playlists yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah or you know let's say there's a, pla- a new platform that comes out in the future that is revolutionizing the music industry um, you know that we include that in that as well and not just focus on you know the last year but yeah it's interesting to hear what that's like from your perspective like do you see where they're coming from or are you very much just kind of nah fuck that let's just keep pushing stuff out there uh, the short answer would be, yeah, fuck it. You know, just keep on pushing shit. Um, yeah. I want to say that I do understand where they're coming from. Like, I would say this. If my distributor comes to me tomorrow and says, you know what, Paul? For X, Y, Z reasons, we cannot really maintain back catalog. And we need to, quote unquote, purge the system from old releases or whatever because there's a quota because the database is full because big data i don't know whatever i would just say sure okay let's start cleaning up um but when it comes to just casually dropping people that's definitely really not my um that's definitely really not my thing like even though even though some of these old tracks are not getting featured or they're not in in my usual rotation any longer, I would think that it's very disrespectful tossing somebody like that. Yeah. Maybe, you know, even if... Of course, there's, there's a lot of caveats. For example, if there's like this artist that released with me uh, and I'm not going to say we're finding digital, just they released with me uh, a single back in 2018 and hasn't released anything since then. Right. If you drop them, whatever. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but if somebody, and this has been uh, a thing in the past where vinyl digital would have like exclusives with, yeah, yeah. with a lot of people for, you know, five ten like five years exclusives and owning the rights and the distribution rights and the masters and whatever for 15 years for 20 years and after let's say 10 20 because if you're exclusive to a label for five years then you just keep releasing with them and some people also got very fearful of that yeah and they would even be afraid to you know astray and and there was this little sort of legal window that Vindig would would approve and say, "Oh, if you appear as a featuring artist, it's okay, as long as Sorry. you're not a the main, main artist. primary artist or anything else." I mean, we also and I I have to make like a parenthesis here. We we've seen a bunch of dumb dumbs actually trying to change their uh, artist aliases, even if they kept using the same composer <laughs> name. But yeah, semicolon and <laughs> like parenthesis closed. <laughs> Um, fuck's sake yeah um but i think ultimately it's definitely good for the artists involved because like you mentioned 
voiding a 15-year-old contract. That's that's a big win-win. That's a big win. Yeah. Uh, even though I also got to admit and say, you know, I, again, another parenthesis is that just be, it's, it's a contract is not the end of the world. You know, you, no. you can like the same way you sign it, you can void it. As long as a mutually beneficial or mutually accepted solution is found, nobody really yeah. has an issue with you. Like if you if you charge in to finish to to terminate a contract with a label or anybody, you know, not just a label, anything in your life, uh, with the tense of like "fuck you," you're fucking yeah. me over. I'm gonna send you my lawyers. If you go on with that attitude. Chances are, you know, it's going to be messy, you're yeah. going to be stressed, like whatever. But if you come up with a solution, like don't be that dick that argues with everybody mm-hmm. without providing a solution. Like, uh, what about that? Fuck it. I don't like it. But yeah. then there's nothing else. You know, If you don't have a better idea, that's what I'm saying. Like, just, just don't don't open your, your, your fucking pothole and say shit. Um, no, it's true, but then there are also um, labels that, even when you approach them, nice yeah. to to be like, hey, you know, I'm not being paid, or you know, th- this is this just isn't working out, yeah. and they, you know, they're still just playing hardball mm. or tagging their fake lawyer in a fucking email, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's you know, what can you do? Um, yeah. But I think, and I think that's kind of again shows just how easily this this genre and this system, I guess, is abused yeah. by by like labels and you know young artists that are coming in that don't necessarily understand the inner workings of how labels work or how releasing music works or and stuff like that that's how these labels do end up taking advantage and yeah and you know like you said be do rude you know i agree this was this was rude at the end of the day it was it wasn't the you know the email which has been shared on twitter a lot i'm sure it wouldn't take you too long to find it um which is very very abrupt and direct it was like essentially a politically not politically a um no kind of politically politically worded email that essentially said your music's not doing anything for us anymore so we're just dumping it exactly and i mean we can we can always also like quote it i mean at the end of the day that thing was was shared all over the place so it's like it's not that it's like a secret whatnot uh it's for me also like the wording seemed too uh cold and distant i mean it was a copy yeah. pasted. It's oh, a copy pasta email. Like, sure, okay. Which once again, like, proves the fact that it's there's no personal connection at no. all. Like, I'm not saying that I know all of the producers that released with me on their first name with their first name. Sometimes I would have to go through my contacts and type their. Uh, that's why I save people in my contacts with their artist name and their real name. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's like, if I want to drop something or want to say something that could be very personal for somebody else because you never really know i would try to make it as personalized as possible not just like copy past them so even that it it basically this adds um what is it insult to injury you know yes it's 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 really sad like 
you being a label that has historically benefited of people's ignorance yeah. of how, like you said, how the music industry works, what's the business behind it, uh, maybe being a little bit more aware of the community and asking questions, and you making bank out of that and then just fucking dumping people like there's like, I don't know, like a fucking, I'm, I'm it's like taking a shit. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, show some respect. It's not, it's, it's, it's again, like situations like these are what makes a bad name out of the whole quote unquote lo-fi label. Yeah. Cause it's not that, I want to add to something you said there, the wording you used. You said um, labels like these take advantage of people. It's not the labels per se. It's people who take advantage of, of yeah. people. That's it. Yeah. Like, Because even those labels are run by people. Like We are two prime examples of labels being run by people. So uh, it's, it's, it's just like somebody's taking advantage of somebody else. And that's not, that's not nice. Sure, you can, somebody can argue, you know, it's business. Fuck being rude or being nice and polite yeah. or whatever. But you can go that far with being an asshole. Or being like oh, this stiff, cold, business-related person. I mean, of course, you can say it's a German label. Makes sense. You know, Germans are like that, stiff. <laughs> I've, I've met Germans that are not stiff. So, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, assholes are assholes anywhere, regardless yeah. of fucking origin, you know, uh, religious views, this uh, <laughs> tribe, whatever race. It doesn't matter. I, I think it's unfortunate that, like, people that are, like, cold and business like do yeah. get get ahead um you know there's, there's been many a times where you've been like to me like oh you're too nice <laughs> yeah the, and it's like yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. i don't want to i don't want to be sending like you know yeah 20 to 30 artists email that basically says Fuck your off. release is doing nothing for us anymore so <laughs> get fucked you could you could essentially do this after like the first couple of weeks of releases like you release something doesn't get an editorial placement fuck off yeah no no i've got <laughs> to recoup i have to recoup my fucking <laughs> investment <laughs> you know how long oh. it took me to google search that fucking image for your cover mate yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I do realize that I've put thousands of pounds into a playlist of uh, fucking ad for your track. Oh, honestly, I know yeah. we're not going to... I don't want to get into that again, but fucking yeah. hell. Fucking the hell, fact man. that I'm still seeing people coming along being like, oh, this label saying that my track's in the negative mm. and they're not taking it down because they've invested into it. It's like, uh, invested in what? Get in the bin. Just yeah. get in the bin. Yeah, like, this is why I think we should always... If a label is doing that and they have something in their contract that they give you that says that you should, you know, that you can audit them once a year, fucking yeah. do it. it yeah, yeah. The the humiliation of that label that you'll be able to get out of hiring a lawyer, it yeah. doesn't even have to be a good lawyer, just someone that can look at, let you look at their statements and yeah. you can see whether they fucking put yeah. money into yeah. your release and how much your releases actually earn. Yeah. And then you can turn around and say, get fucked, because yeah. they will shit their pants. Oh, a hundred percent. Now, on, the, on that aspect, I'm, I'm happy that, um, that with 
our distributor, Dashco. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a shout out, but maybe it, maybe it is. I don't yeah, know. why not? At least like there's there's transparency. Yeah. Anytime you want, after like a payment or whatever, you can just go into your statement with the detailed view, download the fucking CSV file and just yep. knock yourself out. Yeah. Like everything is there, the percentage that even even the percentage that you've been that the revenue is shared with. Yeah. You know, in case somebody says Everything's to you, there. oh, you know, like we're going to do like a 20-80 split, like, like a 30-70, and then you go in there and you see it's like it's 50-50. I have, I have heard cases like that. Really? Yeah. And I was like, how much of a dumb cunt do you need to be like running a label <laughs> and actually like doing that? Like when, I, when I think at any, any given time, somebody can check it. So it's, Yeah. I think in artist facing statements as well, they can even see the, the cut that dashgo takes from yeah yeah, exactly yeah yeah you can see everything i think you can see everything so so yeah that's an interesting you brought that up because we we had an artist come to us once um because we have an agreement that all of our artists sign essentially it's a digital distribution agreement that says that this is what we're going to be doing with your thingy and you understand that and they came back with um a a list of a couple of like like queries about it and they're like um oh based on contracts that i've had before you should have this 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 in there and one of them was the was the clause that said you know every year you can go in and audit statements and i was like statements yeah yeah and i was like we we don't need to do that because exactly you get your statement that is exactly the same as the statement that we get as a label that said has i guess a deeper rundown of um you know has all like upcs and all that other shit in there that i don't really pay yeah. attention to but like you know again artists don't necessarily read stuff that much nope, they're, they're just they looking don't. at that little figure at the end of the table to see how much they're earning but it's like maybe you should go in and look at statements because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure dashgo won't care that i'm saying no, this, definitely but like, not, they man. they they fucked up once um where you know before they updated their thingy we said can you add this split to this to this release and you know they're busy they didn't get to it they thought they had we'd moved on the conversation bish bash bosh started because we check all of our statements just to make sure that everything is is legit and we saw that we were actually getting 100 percent of one yeah. artist's um royalties for for an entire oh month. okay yeah, yeah. okay um, yeah, i think i remember that one yeah, yeah. and yeah. luckily this was you know they they issued the statements before the payouts so we spotted it we alerted them straight away we're like look you've not added the splits on this um and they you know they did everything they could to to get that sorted before the payouts actually went and fortunately for the artists involved you know we were fully transparent with them we said yeah, we spot, yeah. spotted on the statements that we're getting 100 percent of the royalties for this um if it doesn't get yeah, if it doesn't get sorted out we'll pay we'll just give you the money no yeah, issue yeah, no stress. but if it, yeah, exactly. you know hopefully exactly. they can sort it out beforehand yeah but no, this is what, at yeah. least they're, they're pretty flexible with that. Like, we was to, there a part of me that was wondering would they ever notice? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> at some, I think at some point, I, at some point they all do eventually. Like I've seen yeah. that a lot uh, with you know uh, when 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 people get editorials, they get uh, extremely inquisitive when it comes yeah. to like, oh Paul, um. I don't think I got an email, mate, from from Dashco about the, you know, you know the waffle. 
like, what? Uh, <laughs> like, we didn't get the update or whatever. It's like, yeah, dude, like, don't worry about it. Like, chill. Like, it's yeah. what, what I say to everybody is like, they don't have to worry because it's not that for some reason, like, the royalties. It's like the, the day you get on the editorial doesn't mean like there's like money in your bank, like immediately. Yeah. Like, there's a two month delay, and Dashco assigns and pays out royalties on the day that the royalties are released, which is especially when it comes to Spotify, because that's the only thing we talk about these days. Yeah. It's two months after. So you can literally uh, put the splits one day before the accounting gets on the, the yeah. royalties and they Six, will do it. 60 days. Exactly. It's like, it's not a problem whether I put it now or whatever. Uh, no, so, we, we do it straight away because I'm yeah, so yeah, fucking I, forgetful. I, <laughs> what, what, no, dude, when it, when it comes like, you know this, for me it's like a pain in the ass. When it comes to like uh, everyday releases like EPs or singles or whatnot, I will just do it on the spot as soon as it's yeah. done. Boom, that's it. The, the biggest pain in the ass for me is the fucking compilations. I just have to muster all the patience and make sure that the, my next 60 minutes are going to be fucking tedious as fuck. And yeah. and yeah, and whatever. So, yeah, but that's 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 it basically. The the biggest problem with me is like when when it's like with new people that do not exist in the system that I have to like create the entry and add the email yeah. and the message and the whatever but other than that you just go to one of the existing accounts basically and you assign lazy boy loose with 60% 70% and then that's yeah. it and you're out of it so uh, but yeah Wait, it is it yeah. is a price that I'm willing to pay working yeah. with a lot of uh, young and upcoming artists and stuff um, no you, you just moaned about it to me in the DMs <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh one, no, the, one. The, the kicker is when you've got a uh, you've got an album that's like 10 tracks that has one collaboration on it so then you have to set the splits for each individual fucking track just because of that one collaboration ah <laughs> uh, no you don't get fucked you do no no no, no. You, can, you can put you can put the album this is how I've been doing it I never had any issues with it you can put if there's like two people collabing on an album and there's one feature like yeah. you said, like a third wheel, or basically a third a third wheel. You add the standard of the, of the album splits, the 50-50, and then on that specific one, track, yeah. you just edit the splits on the track. Fuck's sake. This is, this, is how, this is how I've been doing it, and I had no problems whatsoever till, the, till like, never. Yeah, wow. Well, because I was like, fuck I mean... Me. I, because I was like, fuck it. I don't want to do it like, for everybody, like all the yeah. tracks. It's stupid. Because the moment... That's what I was told to do, so... Well, the moment, There's, like... Um, I also... I had my doubts as well. But then I didn't really ask about it. I just winged it. And then it worked. So ever right. since then, I was like, fuck it. Because at the end of the day, if you do that... Let's say you have, like, 10 tracks... Uh, party A, Party B, 50-50, done. Okay, on the album level. Then you go to the, that particular track and you tweak the splits. Yeah. And then that third wheel, like the third person, the third uh, collabor- collab- collaborator gets the email with the splits. So for right. all I care, it's legit. It's in the system. No. Well, <laughs> I just did it for all the tracks. No, um, no fuck it. It doesn't matter. It, it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it works the same either way. Just a yeah. bit of extra effort. Uh, 
But mm. I think to- today's uh, today's podcast has been serious, actually. Well, no jokes. I think like... it's been very focused on fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Pro tips and shit. Yeah, no, yeah. De- I think as much as it might not make as much sense to to you as an artist, if your distributor offers you state royalty statements, yeah, just glance over them to make sure yeah. that everything looks exactly. legit because there's nothing worse than stuff going like I guess into the kind of void for for months yeah um, and the same for like if we're going to be specific about artists that work with us that are new to Dashgo um, make sure that when you get that email through read it click oh, yeah. the links because if in six months time you know you're messaging me saying oh I, I haven't received any royalties and then I then reply with did you enter your payment information into you yep. know the, the the link that you gave that they gave you when you signed up or when we you know put you through the, the system and then yep. you're just like oh no I never entered my payment information <laughs> it's like well there's your problem <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like I would have, I would expect that at least. Uh, that's like a double. What what I like and don't like at the same time is like when you get, let's say, for example, we're talking about Dashco. When you get this um, email notifications that your split splits yeah. have been added, at the bottom of it is like there's like a, a, a PSA says if you have any questions, contact. Yeah. Aaron or Paul, and then you mm-hmm. contact accounting, which definitely makes sense. But at the same time, you can also put some FAQs or let's say common issues like, did you add your payment information? Yeah. Before like you contact somebody angry about like, oh, where's my money? And it's like, there's like a couple of steps you can do. Did you fill out the contact yeah. form, the, the payment information? Yeah, when it comes to, for example, now with this sort of like double taxation, this form specifically for the U.S. when yeah. there's no treaties between the countries, did you fill that out? Because there's a lot of people. Again, I mean, this usually we usually catch that when it, it, there's like a wave of tweets initially for Districtit. A lot of people yeah. are disappointed with Districtit when this happens, and then there's like for everybody else. But you know, why am I paying thirty percent to district? Oh. Why are they withholding my royalties? Yeah, it's my money, mate. Give me my money. Like if district notifies you, like with emails and pop-ups and shit. And I mean, even Dashco does this now. Like there's a pop-up. Like the back end has changed a lot the past significantly the past three years. So there's even like a pop-up that says, "Make sure you fill this out. Make sure you note this down." You know, yeah. go ahead and do it, man. Like, read the fucking shit. It's not just about editorials on Spotify and getting the money. If you want to get the money, you have to read. I mean, if you can read a fucking number, chances are you can read letters too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, see, I don't now, know. We, now we're just nagging. <laughs> let's, let's not. I mean, no, I don't know. Fuck's sake. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I think just uh, as a, a semi-final note for, for everything that we've spoken about, it's always good to kind of read uh, and I guess going 
back to a d- couple of discussions that were on Twitter a few weeks ago um, yeah. about asking questions. Read, and if you're not sure, ask questions. Um, yeah, yeah. And ask questions. Like, I wanna, I wanna add something to that as well. Like when it when it comes to add questions, ask questions. You know, ask labels because you we we stress that a lot. Yeah. Both of us. Like you need to ask a label the specific questions. Like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? I think. What I believe is like before anything, and I've seen that a lot of some people do it. Like, mm-hmm. ask other people about labels. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, you might ask a label, like, what do you offer, whatever, and I can do my sales pitch to you, and it's gonna be immaculate. It's yeah. gonna be perfect, and everything's gonna be amazing, and whatever. And then you, quote unquote, sign something and get fucked. And it's like, oh my god, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, you no, can ask somebody. I, I've seen a lot of people say. Oh, what do you think about, um, well, you know, for example, Kiwi Bear Records. What do you think yeah. about XYZ Records? Like, has anybody released with them? Are they good? Are they not? Like, do they pay on time? Like, what is Because sometimes there will be that little insight from somebody else who did something and whatever. And usually there's a lot of, there's a lot of grudgy people out there. There's a lot of angry people with labels out there. But it's, you know, because everybody's trying to be nice and whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. Like they're not gonna really gonna say anything. They're gonna be pretty chill about it. And it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I think that that's still pretty valid though. Like, yeah. if you have a collection of artists that are indifferent, then I guess that kind of does leave you a little bit out in the lurch. Like, okay, so they didn't really have a lot of positive things nor negative yeah. things to say. But then I guess in the, at the end of the day, you go with your best judgment. Um, yeah. I think within the music industry as a whole, you're going to get burnt regardless of oh, yeah, how careful, sure. no matter how careful you are, something is going to happen that will, uh, I guess, harden your skin. Um, oh, yeah. And I think that's to be expected. But if you've done everything that you can before that to to avoid it and it's it it was more or less unavoidable then yeah at least you can be safe in the knowledge that you tried and did your best to kind of you know vet the situation as best as you possibly could i think what everyone's going to have a different experience everyone's going to have different expectations and i think it's hard to get a kind of good read unless you can literally turn around and say no this label stole my money they did fuck all with my release Mm. you know unless it's like a massive red flag um Mm. yeah it is going to be difficult but i think as long as you as an artist have done everything that you can to make sure that we're either working with a label or a publisher or or anyone even if we're talking outside of lo-fi like working with a manager or like a a tour uh, manager type thing or you know find just always ask questions yeah and it's not just it's not just with the music it's it's with fucking everything and you will get burned and you have to get burned i mean we're fucking humans yeah like you 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 go through a life of fucking experiences like it, it cannot be paved with rose petals and rainbow farts from unicorns like try yeah, you can you can try to make it like that, but you would always get you know get fucked over, get burned eventually. But <laughs> this is like the situations that you learn. So, because um, because otherwise, I think you just end up walking on eggshells all the time, and it's yeah. a, it's a bit weird. Like you cannot like one thing that I that I say uh, that I have like as a rule of thumb is like I, I never trust 
anyone who wants to be good with everybody. Or if there's like somebody out there who's like I'm trying to make sure that he's friends with everybody, everybody's happy with him or whatever, like low-key playing that Switzerland kind of thing and everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah. That that kind of like, that that is a red flag for me. Like you don't want to be like that guy or that person that has the 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 most seamless experience and everything's went well and, and nothing was wrong and I'm just I'm just looking out for myself, uh, blah 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 and I'm new to this and like like, no it's okay it's okay to to make mistakes it's okay to yeah. get fucked, um, isn't this like a cliche that says like success is not like hitting your goals but actually overcoming obstacles or uh, you know getting fucked over and getting back on your feet kind of like thing doesn't yeah. matter how many times you fall it's, it matters how many times you stand up kind of you know all that fucking motivational shit yeah <laughs> look look at us high definition <laughs> yeah right that was the highest definition you want anyway oh yeah it's getting that time so, again i'm hungry yeah <laughs> <laughs> You can tell when it's coming up to like the two hour mark every single fucking time. Yeah, but yeah no, um, no, totally no. 100% agree with, with that. I think in life, you're going to get fucked. Um, and it's just how you handle yourself moving forward. Yeah. I guess that is whether, you know, you, you're going to succeed or you're, you're going to fail. Oh, yeah. Okay, and with that, I think that sums it up nicely. That was a nice uh, segue to the end. It was cool. Like the the cool thing with what we're using now, the stream on service, it actually has a counter. Apparently, I can stream up to four hours. It says here. Oh. So there's like a, there's a timer as well. As like it says, we've been streaming for one hour, forty nine minutes, and twelve seconds, which is actually That's not too pretty bad. good. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm actually super happy with this. So um, thanks for everybody who who joined. Uh, we. Uh, yeah. This is going to sound like a fucking top bollocks podcast for anyone that's that's heard some of the dumpster fires that we put out oh, in yeah. previous episodes. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh shit. No, I think I, I can, I can uh, attribute that to the fact that it's summer now and it's been the first... Let's, I mean, COVID is over. Everybody knows that, for real. <laughs> for fuck's sake. And I'm joking, of course. Uh, but I think it has been the first summer that after this whole lockdown COVID shit and everybody's brains at the moment is like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go on holidays. I just want to do my shit. And then that's that. So I'm hoping we're going to have enough topics to cover. Maybe this is going to, you know, over the summer, I'm thinking maybe this could turn a little bit to more educational. Like we can talk about processes more because we covered that business aspect a lot, but we just... I don't know, graze it, graze over it yeah. a little bit. Um, and we definitely don't want to be, uh, we're not, we don't want to be signal, uh, virtual signaling. Um, mm. So I'll definitely be down. What the fuck? I'll definitely be down, you know, discussing some more specifics. So if anybody's listening, we'd be happy to uh, welcome your messages in our inboxes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to talk about something more specific other than fucking tea and dumpster fire shit. <laughs> Let's let's talk about personal childhood trauma. I don't know. I <laughs> uh, no, no, no. That went dark really fast. <laughs> Daddy No, no. Daddy left no. for cigarettes. <laughs> Daddy left for pizza. He never came back. He lives in Mallorca now with another woman. <laughs> Why Mallorca? <laughs> Fucking hell. This is where 
This is where most of the Germans and Britons go, right? Mallorca or whatever this shit. I don't know. Uh, no, it's fucking... Oh, God, where is it? There was it's, a, oh, it's Benidorm, isn't it? Be- oh, yeah. Benidorm. Oh, my fucking God. Shagadorm, not Benidorm. No. We're, well, we're not allowed to anymore, are we? Because we fucking... Yeah! <laughs> we, left, we left the EU and all of the <laughs> expats have got to come home. Yeah, sad. Oh. Half the expats yeah. that also voted leave, which is the most baffling thing that I have ever fucking heard in my entire life. It's fucking but anyway. insane. Anyway, we don't talk about politics or geopolitics in that show, guys. In this show, guys. Fuck yeah, off. no. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so now I'm just going to stop the stream in the app, and I think it will uh, hopefully stop it on... Stream my new album. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know if we're still, if we're still live. I'm just... Let's see. I, I'll stop it on right now. Okay, guys. Thank you very much again for joining. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Um, ciao. Ciao.